the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. $5 gas is here. AAA says a nationwide average for a gallon of regular hit a new high today. This BP station in Brooklyn is charging $5.15 for a gallon of regular, $5.75 for ultimate. And that's what Katisha Thompson needed for her SUV. Her 10-year-old son, Miles, breaks it down. $79 for 13 gallons. You think that's a lot? Yeah, how yeah, but I'm not paying for it. That's right, $79 for 13 gallons. She says she's trying to cut back, but there's not a lot she can do. I'm more amped to take public transportation in lieu of driving, but that's even more difficult because I have children. Miles just hopes he doesn't have to cut back. Hopefully when I go up, it's back to $2. I hope so too. Something to wish for. I'm Julie Walker at a gas station in Brooklyn, New York. And this is SRN News. Charlie Kirk explains the steps of liberalism. First, you got to tolerate it. Come on, just let me do me. Okay, live and let live. Then you must accept it. You must agree with me. Like, uh, I was never on board with that. Then you must celebrate it alongside us. And then you must participate. That you must actively participate. The arc of liberalism we are living through. The Charlie Kirk Show, weeknights at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, from the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios. And if you're still looking for the perfect Father's Day gift, well, look no more. Because how about a free full hunt family membership from the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club? To win, drop by am1280thepatriot.com to sign up. And remember, Father's Day is next Sunday. The Narn with Mitchburg is next right here on The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. <laughs> now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, my name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. My station, AM 1280, The Patriots, FM 107.5 in the West Metro, if you're so inclined. Or streaming worldwide via the World Wide Web and the Miracle of the Internet at... Do people still call it the World Wide Web, by the way? I mean, it's still buried in the web protocol. WWW at the front of every web address is is a relic of that almost 30-year-old convention. Start over. AM 12A, The Patriot. Welcome back to Twin Cities and World. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. My program, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, going on 18 and a quarter years now. 
of dominating Twin Cities weekend media, the longest-running conservative talk show in the history of Twin Cities Radio, one of the longest-running conservative talk show hosts out there, uh, outside of the big network shows anywhere. What should that be telling you? Should be on the network? Yeah, have your people call their people. Let's get this happening here, folks. Uh, we're burning daylight here, folks. We're burning democracy here as as we go. More on that as we come, uh, as we get through the, uh, the, the show today. we got a big show and a slightly unusual show today. We're going to be talking with uh, in the second hour with Representative Sandy Mason, M-A-S-I-N. She represents the district around the station here. Uh, district, I believe, I'm told it's now 52A since uh, redistricting happened. Uh, nonetheless, she is still uh, the representative for this district, and she is a DFLer. And she's not exercising equal time because we've not actually heard from a candidate for from Senate District 52A, or excuse me, House 52A yet from the Republican side, although equal time is hereby offered. And and in fact, for the first time in the history of this broadcast, offered to a Republican to respond to a Democrat. So if you're in the committee here in Egan, by all means, holler. Uh, your your work is cut out for you, and my people and my operators are standing by uh, in coming weeks here between now and the election. Nonetheless, Sandy Mason will be joining us here to make the case to you, the AM twelve eighty, the Patriot listeners. And by the way, you can sound off as well at six five one two eight nine four four eight eight, as you can with all of our guests. Speaking of which, guest number two in the second hour, Tad Jude. I will make no bones about it now. He was my guy for Minnesota Attorney General. He lost the nomination to Jim Schultz. It was a hard-fought, well-fought race. I am on Team Schultz these days. Uh, Schultz campaign, by all means, now that we're headed towards a primary and the general election, have your people call my people. This is a race we need to win, the Attorney General's race. As is uh, the Hennepin County Attorney race. Tad Jude is running against Minneapolis's version of Shaza Boudin, Mary Moriarty. Shaza Boudin, by the way, uh, had, if you were not paying attention this last week, was an election that sort of shocked the world in the opposite sense of Jesse Ventura, in that Shaza Boudin, perhaps one of the most progressive prosecutors in America today, one of a wave of, quote, progressive, end quote, prosecutors that were uh, crowned, in the 2018 and 2020 elections, as a resp- and, and in the case of Boudin, 2019, uh, coronated with uh, and and floated into office on a tsunami of George Soros money uh, during the Trump administration, was recalled convincingly by the citizens of San Francisco. Now, this is being portrayed in the media as a sign of the power of Republican dark money to affect elections in San Francisco. This is being portrayed as an example of the reach of the filthy, slimy neocons to, to influence and steal elections in San Francisco. This is... The big left, by the way, these these rationalizations are big left, basically trying to to talk their way out of a jam of their own making here. Uh, and you've seen this, by the way, when when in San Francisco, Shesa Boudin, who, by the way, is the child of a couple of weather underground terrorists. Uh, they're called radical activists on national public radio. That means they were domestic terrorists back in the, I don't know, 1970s. Chase Boudin was their child who was raised in a radical uh, commune in Chicago. 
grew up marinating his brain in progressive ideology, became prosecutor in San Francisco, one of a wave of progressive prosecutors that were impaneled during the uh, the Trump years on a wave of Soros money and Bloomberg money. Uh, he's a classmate, if you will, of the same crowd that gave us the uh, the ultra-progressive prosecutors that we have in places like uh, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, and uh, here in the Twin Cities. I mean, Mike Freeman isn't progressive enough, so Mary Moriarty is running for the uh, for the office uh, now that now that Freeman is retiring, who, who coasted through a number of challenges but uh, got by on incumbency. And uh, by the way, Keith Ellison also a symptom of that particular uh, met- metastatic disorder uh, of of Soros money buying progressive uh, offices for progressives, I should say. There we go. Uh, Tad Jude running against Mary Moriarty. And in a year, where less than a year ago, the defund the police movement got shredded in Minneapolis by a greater margin in our city's more minority-inhabited neighborhoods, places like the North Side, places like Phillips, uh, places like uh, the, like 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 all, all, all of the precincts where the crime has been most prevalent. There's interesting parallels between what happened this past week in San Francisco. I don't want to spend a lot of time on San Francisco because I am not as a rule heard there yet. But there are some interesting parallels. Chesa Boudin, uh, in his recall election, lost by lesser margins in parts of San Francisco that were primarily inhabited by white progressives. He was shredded absolutely brutalized, curb-stomped in the more African-American, Latino, and especially Asian neighborhoods of San Francisco, where Asians have been particularly the victim of of hate crimes in San Francisco because there's a huge Asian population in San Francisco. These are the people who run the businesses that have been cleaned out, looted, in effect, by Boudin's extremely soft on crime policies, where essentially... Uh, any anything, uh, any shoplifting less than five nine hundred and fifty dollars has been treated as a misdemeanor. And by the way, not prosecuted at all. If there's an arrest made, there will be no trial. Hence, the police don't even bother. In terms of other lifestyle crimes like homelessness and drug addiction and passing out with a needle stuck into your arm on the street. Again, this is being treated as a life choice in San Francisco. Which say what you will, it's it's certainly a libertarian approach, not one that's doing much for San Francisco's business or tourism climates, two things that have been sort of the lifeblood of the tax rolls in San Francisco since time immemorial. Anyway, Shazabu Abudin was ejected this past week uh, from the for, for, in a recall vote. He will likely be replaced by someone as bad or worse. Unless the recount movement, uh, the recall rather movement, can organize and put forth a candidate that isn't as bad or worse. And you can bet your life, by the way, that big progressive money is going to be lining up on the scene to make sure that that's what happens, as is need is what's happening in Minneapolis. Now, again, the parallels between Minneapolis and San Francisco are there and they are powerful. As we noted on election night last year or right after the election last year, uh, the, uh, the, the abolish the police department movement, the defund the police uh, question on the Minneapolis city ballot was defeated most decisively 
in places like North Minneapolis and Phillips. A pattern that was recreated in San Francisco this past week where Sheza Boudin was most decisively repudiated in black, Latino, and Asian districts. The defund movement did its best, in fact, even won the vote in the white progressive neighborhoods, places dominated by uh, young progressive white people who went to McAllister or the U of M CLA and have set down their roots elsewhere in South Minneapolis, places like Linden Hills, places like Powderhorn, places like Longfellow. Those, those are the places where defund won the vote. Around George Floyd Square, down in the 30s, not so much. Down in the 30s between Cedar and Lindale, not nearly so much. At any rate, that's exactly the pattern that happened in San Francisco this past week. African-Americans, Latinos, Asians, the people with the most skin in the game out on the streets of San Francisco voted cataclysmically against Chesa Boudin. It's the white progressives who get to live in the in the five million dollar homes and commute to work via the internet at twitter and facebook or drive past the blight that is sweeping the city they're the ones who voted for shays boudin and will likely coalesce to make sure that uh, san francisco's prosecutor is someone just as dim someone just as out of touch someone just as progressive as mary moriarty the person whom the big Soros money is there to prop up in her race to replace Mike Freeman. Tad Jude, our guest at 2.30, is a Republican uh, running against Mary Moriarty in the upcoming election. We'll be talking with him and doing what we can to shock the world, perhaps even more so than the recall of Shaza Boudin. Because if Jim Schultz wins the attorney general race. Well, that's a very winnable race. We'll talk about that in the next hour here as well. The uh, polling that came out this past week, very encouraging for uh, endorsed Republican Scott Jensen against uh, against Governor Klink. By the way, I, I should point out that uh, the polls are relatively meaningless this far before the election. We're four and a half months away from the election, but growing ever less meaningless as we go forward here. We'll be talking about that sometime yet this hour. That was interesting and and shows that if the top of the ticket is within the statistical margin of error here in Minnesota, in a typical Minnesota political poll, that this year all of the constitutional office races could go any which way we want as long as we turn out the money, the people, the shoe leather, and above all, the passion. If not this year, I mean, for the love of God, when? <laughs> we'll be talking about that as we go forward here today. Anyway, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Join us if you would, please. Uh, my name is Mitch Berg. My blog is shotinthedark.info. The mission to shock the world this fall. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into 
MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65 Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills. And it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. It's great for peace of mind. You can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 855-PSALM-32. That's 855-PSALM-32. 855-PSALM-32. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. Double can be great, like a double rainbow or a double stuffed Oreo. But a bill from a contractor at double the quote? Not so much. Early Bird Electric is the electrician you can trust. Jobs done right, on time, always with upfront pricing so there are no surprises. Surprised? Check out Early Bird Electric's Google reviews and you'll understand. 612, The Bird. Mention AM 1280 The Patriot and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. Early Bird, Minnesota's trusted electrical expert. 612, The Bird. Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Schedule a free consultation at keeganlawoffice.com. That's K-E-E-G-A-N lawoffice.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Join us. Hey, don't forget, Michelle Tafoya joining the AM12A The Patriot lineup. The Emmy Award-winning former sideline reporter for NBC now hosting our new, brand-new podcast, Sideline Sanity, which focuses on life, politics, today's world news from Michelle's unique and, frankly, awesome perspective. Welcome, Michelle. We hope the rest of the country gets you know just as well as we do here in Minnesota. Join us to check out the latest updates at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. we got to have Michelle on the show here. I get, people call my people, and then, therefore, we can go. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, by the way, we monitor the broadcast on Twitter, Gab, Parler, MeWe, and Getter. Uh, we we take questions. Operators are standing by every place. I am told, by the way, that uh, I need to get uh, uh, Casey in, uh, somewhere in Minnesota re- re- corrected me on Sandy Mason's legislative district. Thank you very much. Uh, another tweeter uh Asked, by the way, is Sandy Mason going to be on on the show today? Yes, Representative Sandy Mason will be joining us at 2 o'clock. If you have questions or comments for the representative, feedback, concerns, 
anything regarding her, I believe now 10 years in office representing this the area in which the station resides, give us a call at 651-289-4488 or just leave a tweet or a any message on any of our favorite social media platforms, Twitter, Gab, Parler, MeWe, and Getter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. We are open to questions from Al and Sundry on any side of the political divide. Uh, of course, people who disagree with me, people who are progressives, liberals, get on first. That's a standing order. Always has been, always will be. Try that at Minnesota Public Radio. <laughs> Think Carrie Miller's going to let you on if you disagree? <laughs> That's as likely as my third date with Anna Kendrick. Anyway, yes, Sandy, Sandy Mason joining us at the top of the hour uh, after 2 o'clock. Tad Jude uh, joining us after that. At any rate, I, it's important that we talk about all these races and all of the issues here in Minnesota because this could be a race here, folks. This uh, The Ted Nugent newsletter uh, posted this past week. Minnesota DFL uh, Governor Tim Waltz is slightly ahead of Republican challenger Scott Jensen in a new survey uh, survey by Change Research commissioned by MinPost suggesting a close election this fall. The uh, poll found that, by the way, the poll uh, found that 42 percent of 1,500 odd likely election voters would pick Waltz while 40 percent would favor Jensen, a result that was within the margin of error of 2.6 percent. The Ted Nugent newsletter goes on to state uh, many voters surveyed however are not familiar with jensen only 23 percent had a favorable view of the former one-termer uh state senator from the chaska area and 19 percent had an unfavorable view of him Uh, the poll found a plurality just under half had never heard of him at all the poll conducted just a couple weeks ago suggests voters actually last week suggests voters are about evenly split over waltz as governor narrowly approving of his record on jobs Good Lord, who are these people? But disapproving of his handling of crime. Do you think? Uh, most uh, surveyed believe Minnesota is on the wrong track, not headed in the right direction. This, by the way, is 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 interesting here, folks, because uh, as the Ted Nugent newsletter points out, uh, something I noted last uh, summer when the first polls I saw about the potential upcoming race came out, uh, the Ted Nugent newsletter notes that Waltz's two-point lead, and I quote, Waltz's two-point lead is also the same as an August 2021 survey when voters were asked to rank the governor against a generic, unnamed Republican. Now, try as we may, we could not find a generic Republican to run for nomination. But as I noted, as a, a number of us on the right noted last August, the fact that a generic Republican polled very well against Waltz didn't necessarily bode well for the Republicans, since there is no such thing as a generic Republican. Every Republican who takes the stage against the Democrat is going to have some sort of record that the DFL can point to and say, hey, here's a reason you should not point uh, vote for this person as a governor. And others have no record whatsoever. I mean, all of the, the front runners who got to the convention have something that the Democrats could point to. If you're if you're if Mike Murphy had won the nomination, the Democrat noise machine would be pointing to votes he made and, and actions he's taken as the governor, uh, as the mayor, rather, of Lexington, uh, up north of St. Paul, one of the northern suburbs of St. Paul. By the way, stuff that would have been great red meat for conservative voters and maybe some moderates as well here. I mean, making his city a public health and Second Amendment sanctuary. Bravo, Mayor Murphy. 
I mean, uh, you, you certainly, I'm sm- certainly smelling what you were cooking here. Uh, likewise, there are Republican candidates who approach genericism in that they have no elective record whatsoever. You have the likes of, well, Neil Shaw and Kendall Qualls, all of whom mounted very credible candidacies for the nomination uh, last month, any one of whom I would have been proud to support, all of whom I was proud, have been proud in the past to interview on this uh, broadcast, all of whom I hope carry on uh, towards a future in Minnesota politics. Certainly Kendall Qualls got down to the final round of voting against Scott Jensen before uh, the, 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 the convention ended last month. Uh, and that was... That's the way the process works here, folks. There are those out there, by the way, who oppose, uh, on the right, I should say, who oppose uh, Scott Jensen uh, for some of the votes he took uh, while he was in in the Minnesota State Senate. I've interviewed him on on this broadcast before. He pointed out he has distanced himself rather intensely from his authorship of a number of gun control bills. Now, he, the way he explains it, as someone who approaches politics from a fairly pragmatic perspective, I kind of get it. He is in a district that is, at least at that time, could be reasonably seen in, in the early to the, uh, early, well, in the early years of the Trump administration as being dominated by the, the stereotype of the conservative uh, of the rather the uh, the suburban soccer mom who is more concerned about economic and public safety issues than conservative ideology. Totally get that. And against that backdrop, it wasn't completely counterintuitive for Scott Jensen to at least explore the idea of some, quote, common sense gun control, end quote. I put those in scare quotes for a reason, a a reason that should be fairly obvious if you've ever listened to this broadcast. Uh, because the measures that Dr. Jensen attached himself to, if briefly, and if never, even if never for a vote, as he points out uh, strenuously on the campaign trail and, and fairly successfully, successfully enough to get the endorsement, to my amazement, quite frankly, uh, he, he, they, they were measures that, A, cannot really affect crime, certainly not the... Uh, spectacular crimes that grab the headlines, the mass shootings and so forth, and in every case have unintended consequences that are vastly worse than the crime that they wouldn't permit uh, prevent in the first place. I mean, red flag laws, as they would have been implemented, would have been basically ex-girlfriend, ex-spouse, well, ex, ex-significant other or ex-spouse enablement laws, enablement of enabling harassment uh, for any old reason, whether from uh, failed romance or as a number of anti-gun groups in the Twin Cities have promised, harassment over (laughs) supporting the Second Amendment. There's already been promises to use red flag laws to harass Second Amendment uh, activists and advocates in the Twin Cities. Uh, Universal uh, background checks, they can only work with de facto registration. You can't tell if a weapon, a firearm, was universally background checked If you don't have a record, a chain of custody of that firearm chain of custody, it it involves linking data points together, which is a verbose way of saying a database linked data elements are a database, which is a registration. You don't have to call it that, but that's exactly what it is. 
And this is the sort of registration that has been used by government to confiscate firearms from law-abiding citizens in places like New York, Chicago, California, Colorado, uh, New York State, New York City, Washington, D.C. Do I have to keep going on here? Uh, Chicago and its suburbs 40 years ago. Registration in the hands, uh, let's not forget, Australia and the United Kingdom and Canada today as we speak. Registration is used by anti-freedom governments to confiscate firearms. Period. End of sentence. Now, to his credit, Dr. Jensen has walked back that position about as emphatically as I've ever seen anyone do it. I I remember 2014, uh, Mike McFadden, on this broadcast, uh, said he'd be open to some gun control. And as I waved at him, saying, no, no, Mike... I want you to win the Senate so bad. Please don't go there. But he did. And he was a a wonderful candidate in every possible way. And he spent the rest of that campaign trying to walk back that support for gun control, literally saying he was a Second Amendment guy before he introduced himself by name for the rest of that race. I'm not going to say that slip on this broadcast uh, doomed his candidacy, but it certainly gave him something to walk back that I don't know that he ever quite effectively did dr jensen after that particular let's call it flub or or misstep or misdirection in 2018 in the in the uh in his last session as a senator has campaigned somewhere to the right of ted nugent on guns Uh, he's campaigned so emphatically as the the shooter's candidate that if he were to If he were to take office and suddenly go nerfy on guns, I believe it would be held against him in no uncertain terms, and I have to think he knows it. Say what you will about Dr. Jensen. He's been an incredibly savvy campaigner. He ran more intensely and uh, ran harder on guns than I've ever seen any candidate run. And as I said when Mitt Romney was running for president, I don't care how insincere someone is or might potentially be about supporting literally everything I ask for. As long as they support literally everything I ask for, I don't care if they have their fingers crossed behind their backs as they sign the legislation I demand. I don't care if Scott Jensen is a secret gun controller as long as he passes Stand Your Ground, uh, pushes for a constitutional amendment recognizing the right to keep and bear arms, and so forth and so on. Anyway, on to January 6th talk. Go nowhere. We'll be right. Oh, by the way, the Ted Nugent newsletter. No, that was the MinPost. I'm sorry. MinPost poll. The opposite of Ted Nugent. More when we come back. Lord have mercy on me. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. 
pro-life across America. Educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-life across America, the billboard people. Unless you've visited our studios, you probably haven't seen how clean they are. But I assure you, you can hear it. Hey, I'm Trevor Kay, checking in on behalf of Forever Cleaning. Tasha and the team at Forever Cleaning are a big part of why we sound so fantastic on air. I mean, have you ever heard a dusty microphone? Not here, you haven't. It sounds something like this. No good, right? But Forever Cleaning's attention to detail goes beyond the studios and this microphone. Our break room is clean and inviting, the office areas are orderly and organized, and the bathrooms, they're always spotless. If you need Forever Cleaning's expert care in your office or store, or you just want to make certain your mic sounds as good as mine, reach out to Tasha and her expert team today at forevercleaning.com. That's the number 4, EVRcleaning.com. Or call 763-807-9817 to schedule your free walkthrough and quote. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Big news! Greta Van Susteren is back! She's the host of Newsmax's new show, The Record with Greta Van Susteren. Starting June 14th, Greta reports on the really big stories you need to know. She's smart, tough, and always fair. Get the latest info about her new show. Text the word Greta to 39747. Millions are making the switch to Newsmax. Find it on all major cable systems and streaming platforms. Don't miss this. Text Greta to 39747 now. Texting enrolls for automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Ladies, are you tired of hair loss products that don't work? Then meet Rivella. Powered by breakthrough ingredient Procelanil, Rivella Hair Serum directly targets and reawakens hair follicles. After a six-week clinical trial using Rivella, 97% of women saw thicker, fuller-looking hair. So try Rivella risk-free today at RivellaHair.com and enter code RADIO15 for 15% off. That's RivellaHair.com. R-E-V-E-L-A-Hair.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, win your dad the ultimate Father's Day gift, a free full hunt family membership at the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club. Go to am12athepatriot.com. You got a week. Do it. 651-289-4488. Once again, Sandy Mason, Minnesota House Representative for District 52A, who has represented the district around this very radio station for 10 years now, will be joining us. Rather unusual for a DFL to be joining us here. She'll be making her case for you. The conservative voter in the greater Egan area, why you should consider voting for her. Uh, this is uh, the first time I think I've ever been solicited by a Democratic candidate to come on the air. This is going to be interesting. Uh, by the way, also Tad Jude joining us more on the imperative to win both the attorney general race with Jim Schultz and uh, the Atter- Hennepin County Attorney's Office race uh, with Tad Jude as we proceed through the broadcast here today. Much more to talk about. I, I, I want to talk about the January 6th hearings and my take on that a little later on uh, in the in the broadcast here, but uh, the phone calls seem to have filled up anon here. So let's go to the phones in St. Paul. Mike, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, go right ahead. How you doing, Mitch? Um, you know, under the heading, one of them things that just make you go, hmm. Every time I look at the Senate Minority Leader, uh, a.k.a. the turtle, Mitch McConnell, I, I ask myself, how does that guy get to the position that he's in? How does he get the support of roughly 50 other 
conservative-minded people when the man, well, looks like he looks, comes from Kentucky, no charisma whatsoever. I can't wrap my head around this one, Mitch, and I just wanted to get your... I can get. I can. Ab- I can absolutely answer that one, and that is uh, say what you will about his personal charisma, his speaking style, his physical appearance. Can't argue with you on any of those points, Mike. What I will say, and this is straight out of Hugh Hewitt's mouth, and I and and the guy knows whatever he lacks in terms of personal charisma, uh, exactly as you've described, he more than makes up for in his ability to work the political process, the parliamentary process, to to work the levers and knobs of the Senate and get the best possible results out of whatever position he's in, whether he's a majority leader, whether he's a minority leader, uh, whatever position he's in, he has always made the most politically, parliamentarily, uh, out of whatever position he's in. Now, is that position always ideal uh, from a conservative's perspective? No, uh, not always, but it's, as is usually the case, ideally, in uh representative politics where you're dealing with a not complete majority uh we don't have 60 seats in the senate it's frequently as best as you can get frequently uh i mean mcconnell in terms of just being able to maneuver the parliamentary knobs and levers uh, outkicks his coverage more often than not he is basically the Jimi hendrix a parliamentary process and legislative horse trading. That's why he keeps winning those leadership roles. Let's go to Minneapolis. John, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Yeah, hello. Thanks for taking my call. Always a pleasure. Can you hear me? I sure can. You're on the air live. Go yeah. ahead. Two, two quick points. One is that the Pravda Pioneer Press and the Red Star over the next few months are going to downplay crime and report that crime's down, and that's because the police don't document it anymore in many ways. Yep. The second thing is that Keith Ellison, yes, he's a communist, but it's not just Ellison over there. It's the head of the Department of Public Safety, who is also a communist, and they have been letting out some very, very serious criminals. And you can find that out by just asking any guard in the prison system who they've been ordered to release so that these guys can be on our streets in my neighborhood and create more problems than you can even imagine. So that's Absolutely. It's a team effort. It absolutely is. Keith Ellison is certainly the cherry on a very dismal, noxious Sunday at the state level. He was uh, installed in office on a way, just like Chesa Boudin uh, was, just like Mary Moriarty hopes to be in Hennepin County. He was uh, washed into office on a wave of Soros money and anti-Trump sentiment in 2018, uh, and hopefully he'll be washed out of it. But it is a team effort. John Harrington, uh, former senator from the Lower East Side of St. Paul, former St. Paul police chief and current head of the Department of Public Safety, uh, communist, maybe, maybe not, but certainly a, uh, a loyal DFLer, which, again, tomato, tomato these days, depending on which part of the DFL you're talking about here. He's certainly not going against his party's uh, uh, marching orders when it comes to dealing with crime. And let's not forget, uh, the, the same holds true of the county attorneys in the large metropolitan counties. Hennepin County's had Mike Freeman since time immemorial, who is never been mistaken for a Republican, certainly not a law and order conservative, although... The fact that he has gotten too far to the center to maintain a political career in Hennepin County. Mike Freeman has gotten too far to the center to maintain a 
political career in Hennepin County and will likely, assuming Tad, unless Tad Jude shocks the world here this November, uh, will could very well be replaced by Mary Moriarty, who will make Shaza Boudin look pretty moderate, or pretty right down the middle in comparison. I mean, she is cut from that same tie-dyed cloth as Shaza Boudin. Uh, so this is why we need to get behind all of the. And by the way, let's not forget John Choi in St. Paul, who carries on a tradition, I should say, uh, of. of following DFL marching orders on at least one crime issue because Ramsey County has had, like all of Minnesota, has had a really useful, potentially very powerful sentence enhancement for gun crimes. If you use a gun, in theory, you could get a really nasty enhancement on your sentence in St. Paul as or Ramsey County, as you can anywhere in Minnesota. It's Minnesota state statute. But no matter how many gun crimes they arrest, no matter how many they prosecute, assuming they prosecute, which they don't always, <laughs> uh, John Choi has never used that enhancement. Never. In all of his years in office, he's never used that enhancement. Now, you might ask, how does that compare with his predecessor, Susan Gertner? Well, in her eight, 12, eight or 12 years in office, can't remember, honestly, it all kind of a blur to me at this point. Susan Gertner also never, not once, used that sentence enhancement to add years on to a sentence for someone committing using a gun to commit a felony. Never. Well, how about before her, the apparently relatively more moderate Tom Foley? By the way, this takes us back to the early 1990s. I think Foley was elected in 1988. No. Not once. And by the way, the, the sentence enhancement was passed in the early 1990s as a response to the cataclysmic crime rates of the era, which we haven't quite passed yet, but we certainly could this year. The, this sentence enhancement was passed in, I want to say, the early 1990s when Tom Foley was the county attorney in Ramsey County, and he never used it once. Zero sentence enhancements. At best, he and Gertner, and John Choi, maybe pled it away as part of a plea deal. Basically, the prosecutor is saying, okay, you plead, guilty to armed, uh, you, you plead guilty to armed robbery, we'll take the sentence enhancement off the table just to sweeten the deal to not have to go to trial. That's when prosecutors actually worked like it looks on the, on the old Law and Order series uh, in places like San Francisco and the future of Minneapolis when Mary Moriarty, should Mary Moriarty take over, uh, it won't even get to that point. They'll just say, no, this is not something we want to prosecute. We're not even going to deal with it, which is what has happened in San Francisco, and which led to Shaza Boudin's recall last week. And hopefully, and, and by the way, isn't all that far removed from the way John Choi and Mike Freeman have been running things in both of those counties. And the best you can say about either of them is it could get worse. And in Hennepin County, it very well may. Because the fact that the DFL endorsed Mary Moriarty to run for county attorney in Hennepin County is a sign that they really not only didn't get the message. Well, they may have gotten the message of last November's election in which the defund the police movement got shut down, shredded, curb stomped everywhere but the neighborhoods where the white progressives lived, where it got pounded two to one and more 
in the uh, in North Minneapolis, in Phillips, in South Central Minneapolis, just got shredded. It it did considerably better in the white progressive neighborhoods like Powderhorn and Longfellow and 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 so forth. You know, down in the forties, did just fine. But uh, this is they, not only has the DFL in Minneapolis not gotten the message. It'd be a mistake to even think that they got the message. And they're actively ignoring it. They are repudiating that message. They are going the opposite direction of that message. They are not doubling down. They are tripling, nay, quadrupling down. That's where we're at. Let's talk about January 6th when we come back. So I'm not going to get a chance to do it next hour at this rate here. Let's do that. 651-289-4488. If you have questions or comments, quick commentary about January 6th and Berg's seventh law when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-457-9220-800-457-9220-800-457-9220. That's 800-457-9220. What are your values, not the financial ones? What are your beliefs? Is what you believe in reflected in your investment strategy? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike, as they'll be discussing values-based investing. The guys will be sharing how to build retirements and investment strategies aligned with your values, beliefs, and faith. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or you can call them right now at 855-231-6010. The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, and we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. 
Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join. So visit am1280thepatriot.com today. AM1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget our June Regnery Book of the Month is Conservatism, A Rediscovery by Yoram Hazani. It's an award-winning, uh, he, by the way, Hazani is an award-winning political theorist, Israeli philosopher, and biblical scholar. Uh, what is best hope for Western democracy is to return to our religious and nationalist roots. Uh, go to a- Freedom Fan Club at am1280thepatriot.com. Regnery Publishing, by the way, is uh, under the same house that this radio station is, owned by Salem Media Group. Uh, 651-289-4488. And, uh, by the way, 651-289-4488. Or you can also go to uh, the, uh, the hashtag Narn Show, N-A-R-N Show, at Twitter, Gab, Parler, MeWe, and Getter, if you care to join the broadcast here. Let's talk about January 6th. Uh, normally, I steer closer to state issues because we already have the best national lineup in the country here at AM 12A, The Patriot, uh, on Salem Media. But it, 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 we, I have to talk about it briefly here because it was the big subject this past week, or at least so we were told by uh, the keepers of the narrative. Now, it didn't actually uh, – it turns out more people are interested in the Kardashians than in January 6th, which may be a good thing, maybe a bad thing. We'll see. At any rate, uh, my two cents worth is that the, the show trial – and I, I don't use that term lightly – uh, the other night, yeah, it was it was uh, it, it had some of the characteristics of a legitimate hearing, but it's missing a couple of important uh, uh, important parts. The legitimate hearing should have like cross examination. Uh, so without that, I have a little trouble declaring its absolute legitimacy. That being said, Trump lost the election. Now, you could say that there was cheating involved. You could say that there was rampant election fraud. I, I might even believe you. Uh, unfortunately, the Trump campaign, Sidney Powell, uh, God help us, Rudy, Ju- Rudy Giuliani, had ample opportunities to prove this fraud, to prove that the election was stolen. And every time they went into court with, well, every time the Trump campaign went to court, with two exceptions, perhaps, they got they brought nothing. And Say what you will about the election. Say what you will about the likelihood of fraud. And by the way, the the, the two cases that are the exceptions, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, uh, where there are some regularities, they're still working working their way through the legal process. There's a there there. I have to think that there is a there there because these, these cases have not been laughed out of court. These cases were, were not uh, risible as presented, and they actually seem to have some merit. Here's the deal. And... One of the things that separates America and really any self-governing country is that it has a process for handling things that that normally had none. For example, the normal way to transfer government power throughout all of human history has been for the stronger side, the craftier side, to kill off the weaker, dumber side and seize power. That's the way government power has changed over since... People graduated from hunter-gatherer tribes to towns and villages. And the way it's gone in the vast majority of the world up until the last 200 years, including some putative democracies. I mean, we all know how the French Revolution ended up. And in the case of things like the French Revolution, they ended up very, very, very badly because people decided 
that their ends were more important than the means, that the ends that they sought justified the means of throwing out all that inconvenient process and getting what they wanted. Which, by the way, if that sounds like the way progressives act in Ray government today when they talk about things like abolishing or making uh, the Senate or making it majoritarian or abolishing the uh, uh, Electoral College or packing the Supreme Court. Well, that's their way of saying the process we have is inconvenient towards their means. So let's change or ab- abandon the process. If you abolish the process, if you abandon the process, you had best have really good proof. You'd best bring your A game legally, morally, ethically, or you are no better than the progressive revolutionaries that made the French Revolution such a dismal, dismal time in human history. Bring your proof or stay home. The phrase, release the Kraken, will forevermore be one of ignominy to me. And frankly, although I... Freely admit, I didn't vote for Donald Trump in 2016. There were things about his administration that I completely supported, including his Supreme Court picks, his cabinet choices for the most part, while they stuck around, and many of his policies, including the machete-style deregulation that he did. And there were things policy-wise I didn't uh, support, like his spending. He spent like a Democrat. He spent like the Democrat that he spent most of his life as, quite frankly. Uh, Nonetheless, all of that went out the window when he said the election was stolen and we are here to to stop it from being stolen from me, essentially setting himself up as the leader of a personality cult. It didn't have to turn out that way. If Sidney Powell had gone to court with actual evidence that didn't get laughed out of court, if Rudy Giuliani had backed up his rhetoric with a case at any point, we'd be talking Turkey here. We'd be talking about reasons to say maybe the process uh, needs to hold up while we sort this out. But he brought nothing. They brought nothing. And so the I, I, and by the way, I'm not one who rules out the possibility the possibility that it was an FBI shake and bake that there were federal agents provoking the attack. Uh, The fact is, even if there were agents provoking the attack, people on our side of the media narrative, people on our side of the divide have to be smarter than that. And frankly, if you're a conservative, you can't put personality ahead of process. You, You can't flirt with being part of a personality cult, which, by the way, is what you're doing if you're putting a president and his claims above the process without the best possible evidence, which, again, much as you may or may not like Trump, he didn't bring. You cannot say Sidney Powell and even the great Rudy Giuliani did their job as attorneys. And so I'm all for banishing Trump from polite company, uh, turning the Republican Party over to a new generation, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, anyone, Uh, people who can do the same job policy-wise, without having that little bit of baggage of having tried to chuck the process in favor of the personality cult and failing miserably at it. Now, you could say that Trump didn't directly incite the attack. And by the way, had there been cross-examination allowed 
at this past week's show trial. That might have come out. Maybe, maybe not. We'll never find out at this rate. Quite frankly, if you don't bring the proof, if you do not bring your legal A game, keep your fingers off the process. Now, the never Trump fans, uh, the never Trumpers in the crowd will say, hey, they were trying to kill Mike Pence. They were going to kill Mike Pence about the same time I get my third date with Anna Kendrick. They were going to run, this insurgency was going to run with its five guns, five guns. Five people have been charged with gun crimes in relation to January 6th. Those five guns were going to run smack dab into the Secret Service if they had brought that threat to anything more than just running around and yelling. But I want to usher these people, the, the, the rioters, their leaders, Trump himself out of the public eye as Republican politicians, because what they've done is they have given big left a deflecting point, a chanting point that they can go, what about every time one of their people commits an act of terrorism now and forevermore? And those acts of terrorism are happening even as we watch today. Even as we watched this past week, you had a lefty wacko in full battle rattle turning outside, uh, turning up outside Justice Kavanaugh's house. You have a domestic terrorist group called Ruth sent us, who, by the way, uh, with Ruth Gator, Bader Ginsburg would repudiate for their rhetoric, stalking Justice Coney Barrett and her and her children at their school. Uh, by the way, a group that has been directly connected with vandalizing pregnancy crisis centers. Not pro-life groups, crisis centers that work as an alternative to abortion. Ruth Bader Ginsburg would pour vile fluids all over these people were she alive today. They are appropriating her name very much in error, ladies and gentlemen. And for giving these people an eternal what about, for this I repudiate the rioters and former president himself. More on that when we come back. Sandy Mason joins us when we return. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280, The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Right today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police. And nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. And de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. 
Don't attack or try to disarm an officer, whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested. Don't argue. Don't resist. Don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly, there were no hidden costs in their quotes, and the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only do they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business. And just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely. We're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. AM 1280. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.